0: They stop prattling, one of them walks away and the other one just stands there and he kind of puts his nose up in the air like he's sniffing and I thought gig's up I'm done it's over so I, I go into full draw waiting for him to make a good broadside move and he just stands there and I, I kid you not it felt like I was half an hour at full draw 30 yards no shot. You know, your, your arms start shaking a little bit because you're,
1: well, between you're the really adrenaline. wanting to let this down.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he
0: finally, he finally made a turn and stepped right out into the open.
3: Welcome to Ozark Traditions TV Podcast place where outdoor topics are discussed. Now sit back as today's host brings you The Outdoors Inside. Those are traditions in the great outdoors.
4: All right guys, welcome back. We have I'm going to call him the bear killer, Ryan Cheney on here. He killed from my understanding the first archery bear here in Missouri this year. Now is this the first year for the No, second year for the bear season. But you've killed the first That's archery it. bear, correct? Right.
0: Yeah. According to the biologist, I'm the first one to take a bear within a, with a bow.
4: That's awesome. And the first, um,
0: first bear of the 2022
4: season. That's awesome. First of all. Second of all. So everything's going pretty good for you. I mean, uh, you're pretty much a celebrity around here in Missouri. We don't got a lot to talk about, you know. So whenever somebody does something that we don't usually do. We had the guy that killed the first archery elk on here. And I'm going to tell you right now, that guy was something else.
1: Yeah, you've got a lot to live up to because he had quite the story. Yeah, if
4: you didn't go out there yeah. and live in the woods for two weeks before the season, stalking these things, then, man, I don't know. You're going to have to have one heck of a story to top his. It was wild. It was That guy was interesting. And the cool thing is is we ran into him at the bow shoot, and he's just as squirrely there as he was there. <laughs> but uh, enough about him. All right, Brian, so kind of tell us uh, – Missouri's what? This is the second year so they've been doing this. We'll get you guys caught up on this, anybody listening that don't know. Missouri has uh, decided we've had enough. We've bring bringing bears in, and they've been around for a while now. I actually seen one last year right here by my house up by Lake of the Ozarks, but they're getting to a population now that we can, you know, you know, keep them in bay, kill a few of them, sell some tags. We know what the MDC is really wanting to do. but Make a little money. And they did. So, we'll let you kind of talk about it, Brian. You have to put in for this tag. It's it a draw thing, uh, and then you get a zone and all that. But I'll let him talk about it because I don't i don't really know. I kind of know, and I thought about doing it, but I haven't, haven't seen enough bears around here to really want to do it. So,
1: <laughs> We're not getting daylight pictures of our bears. <laughs> no,
4: not even getting dark
1: pictures anymore. But
4: I'm going to let Brian take it off from here, guys. He knows more about it than I do. So, Brian, kind of start from the beginning obviously, and kind of tell us how this thing all went down.
0: All right, yeah, that's correct. It is, a, it is a draw, second year. I applied both years. It's only $10. So, shoot, why not? Um, right. That's where I, I was with the I elk don't hole. have. Yeah, I've applied for the elk, too. I would love to get a chance at that.
4: I tried. I was the only one on the whole Little. team to do it. Everybody else says, well, you ain't never going to get it. Well, yeah, if you don't, don't try it, you ain't never going to get it. I heard right. I was like yeah, five I'm, people out of from getting it. That's what I heard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: were the next one to be drawn. Yeah, in I year.
4: was the next guy on the you know whatever. Maybe next year.
0: So I was really surprised to get drawn the second attempt. And uh, I don't have bears on on the farm or anywhere around me. Uh, I've heard about them north of me and south of me, but I've I've just not seen them around here. So it. I was really in the dark on. Knowing anything about hunting bear, so especially in this area.
4: Before you, where are you at? I mean, where where are you located at?
0: Uh, I'm in Caneyville, which is east of Forsyth.
4: Okay, that's south of us, correct? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's that Branson kind of area. It's just
4: down there, man. I just spent all weekend in Branson. There ain't a sorry. flat spot down there. I figured that out. My wife talked me into going what? on this mountain hike thing at Dogwood Canyon, which it was cool, but it's two and a half miles back to anything that's cool and the tram was full. See, she she tricked me into this thing, and I'm getting off of Brian's story here, but I got to tell, I got to vent a little here. She said, oh, they got a tram ride. They give you a ride back there, and you can go look at the elk and stuff. I'm like, okay, we'll do that. So we booked tickets night before we get there. to the tram's full. No tram rides for the day. Well, we already bought tickets. So here we go, walking two and a half miles and you know I had all my proper hiking gear on because I was expecting a tram ride. <laughs> Anyways, happy anniversary to me. I got blisters. She's got blisters, so I don't feel too. I mean, I don't feel sorry for her to be honest. I mean, it was her idea. Anyways, back it's to, the, to Yeah, back to the bear hunting. That's a better story.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I wasn't really sure where to go. Um, I did a lot of e scouting. Uh, a lot more of that than on foot and a lot of word of mouth talking to people. And all the on foot scouting I did, I never could come up with any sign. I learned bears don't really leave tracks. I guess their their footprint's so wide, it doesn't leave much of an invention. So that's really hard to find.
4: Yeah. I'd imagine if they're not like in the mud or something, I mean, it'd be tough to even see a bear yeah. track.
0: Right. And well, all guys talk like there's no way you could find a bear unless you're baiting it, and that's against the rules.
4: Right.
0: I steered clear of that. Um, I didn't know how serious they were going to get on inspecting your kill, too. Right. But uh, I was a mile and a half back when I found the bears, and uh, I didn't figure they'd want to hike back in there to see it anyway. But... So, anyway. I ended up just going out on the whim the day before season trying to find water because it was it's been bad dry, you guys know this.
4: I mean scouting for a bear, I mean I know you're probably a white tailed deer hunter. So it's gotta be a little bit sideways from that. Like you don't see bear rubs. Well, I mean they are. There is bear rubs.
2: He's more a white tailed deer hunter, but we'll get to that after the bear story.
4: (laughs)
0: Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's bad dry. I checked looking for water. There's acorns everywhere this year. You can't put your foot on the ground without stepping on acorns. Yeah. So, they've got food.
4: It's screwing up the deer hunting is what it's done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just, they've got to have water. I'll find a water source, check for sign there and hunt. But I never found the water source. Um, all the e-scouting on the, well, on X, I was checking these areas for water and couldn't find it. So Sunday morning before church, I'm back in this area, accidentally stumbled across what I thought was a a sow with two cubs. They're just far enough away that I can't really tell what they are. It's thick and brushy, but they're extremely loud. They're playing. You can hear them grunt and and breathe. It was really cool.
1: It might
4: have been Hampton over there with some nang-nangs in the bushes.
0: It was pretty steep down in there. (laughs) Uh, So I backed out, left the area. I I hung a camera up, came back open in the morning, and uh, eased back into there, couldn't find anything. Checked my camera, nothing had came by yet, not even a deer. So I was sitting there contemplating on what to do next, and I could hear some really... Really loud, stick snapping, leaves crunching. Not your typical white squirrel that you would right. hear coming through the woods. Yeah, it's way bigger than that. <clears throat> I I eased down into there to see if I could get an eye on it, and I I spotted a bear about ten feet up in a tree. And I I couldn't really tell what he was doing, but it appeared he was eating the berries off a dogwood tree.
4: That, I think they'll eat just about whatever they can get because aren't they right yeah. now? They're trying to get fattened up to yeah, to right. hibernate
0: with, with all the acorns on the ground. he's he's up in yeah. the tree eating. Yeah,
4: uh, well, they're sweet. You know, the acorns are all yeah. bitter things, I guess.
0: So, in my mind, I'm thinking this is that sow I saw the day before, and i I don't want to I don't want to take one of those, especially if we're you know trying to grow the population or control it or whatever. And if she's got cubs, that's a big no-no. So I'm just down there watching this whole scenario. And I hear something else coming in woods, and I'm I'm basically in a dry creek bottoms where I'm at. Really, really steep country up there. Um, and I'm trying to envision what in the world is coming in with a bear in the area. What, what kind of crazy animal is going to do that?
2: Right.
4: It,
0: it happened to be Honey a badger. second bear. <laughs>
4: well, but it wasn't, so it wasn't the cubs, I'm guessing?
0: It wasn't a cub. This When this bear stepped in, he was, you know, how really, really tall. I don't know how to judge a bear.
4: No, I don't either. I can't I, help you. I
0: just didn't know the first thing.
4: But I knew for a
0: fact it wasn't a cub. I just knew it was a really big, tall bear. And... The bear up in the tree climbs down, and these two bears meet in the bottom of the holler in front of me at 40 yards. And then they stand up on their back legs, and they start hugging and pushing and wrestling. <laughs> they, they're wrestling on the ground in front of me. That's... It's not like a big, vicious fight. Yeah. They're just kind of playing. Like young bucks sparring is yeah. how I would yeah. put it. So i'm like i'm 40 yards i can take a shot it's just not quite open enough for me to feel comfortable doing
4: well that's one so of I'm, them deals i don't know if you really want to yeah. just wound one right you, you know I, yeah. don't, I mean i don't know but i'm just assuming like you get one of them in the corner and he's pissed off because you stuck him and it could be bad news for you could be yeah yeah
0: yeah, that thought crossed my mind. You know, and yeah. what if I shoot one of these, what's the other one going to do? Right.
4: I was just getting right. Yeah. You no, know, no. If that's his little brother over there or something,
0: I don't right. know. I
4: don't. That's kind of stupid to think that, but you never know.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. All these thoughts running through your mind. So I, stupid me, I try to get closer to them. So as they're messing around in the woods here, I'm trying to eat closer, and I get within 30 yards of them. So I make it another 10. They stop rattling. One of them walks away, and the other one just stands there. And he kind of puts his nose up in the air like he's sniffing, and I thought, gigs up, I'm done, it's over. So I I go into full draw waiting for him to make a good broadside move, and he just stands there. And I, I kid you not, it felt like I was half an hour at full draw, 30 yards, no shot. You know your your arms start shaking a little bit because you're
1: well between you're
0: really the wanting to
2: let this down, right? Yeah, yeah. And
0: he finally he finally made a turn and stepped right out into the open, released the arrow. He barreled out of there. The other bear, I heard it take off. It, it sounded like somebody shoved a dozer off over the hillside. Just stuff snapping and popping. It was. And they were going the other way, away from me, so I felt a little better about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, I hear the commotion pop, and I don't know if you guys hear about the, uh, oh, they call it a death moan, I guess. Mm-hmm. So this bear made that noise.
4: That's got to be kind of right. creepy.
0: I don't care to ever hear that again in my right. life. Right, I was going to gonna say, honest. that
4: has got to be, like, that's got to, and I've heard people say that, like, hunting bears. Like, that's the worst part about it, is they kind of almost make yeah. you, they'll make you feel terrible about shooting them. I mean, at least a deer, which I've shot deer and Very, they've made noises before. but
0: Unsettling sound. Yeah. It's not. It made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, I guess every bear does that.
4: Yeah, I think that they said that's pretty much a give me.
0: So I hear, I hear this noise. Doesn't last long. I hear rustling in the leaves again. And I think he's trying to leave because I don't know. So I try to slip in and get closer and my eyes finally fixate on the noise. And he is like 40 feet up in this tree.
2: So I I shot him,
0: he ran up a ridge, climbed straight up a tree. And as he's climbing down, this is after the, the moan,
4: mm-hmm.
0: he just turns loose and falls. And he, I knew there he was done for, right? He was, he was done before he hit the ground. So this, this all happened in like a two to three minute time span. The, the initial bear encounter through the bear on the ground and it was done. It was over. It was eight fifty-nine, Monday morning.
4: So, <laughs> This sounded like something that would have been really awesome to film. I don't know if you could have found a camera oh, yeah. guy there to stand there. Have you, I, have you yeah. ever watched Fred Bears? He's like You're crazy. You're done. Yeah. I'm, I'm back. Here. I remember yeah. watching one of Fred Bear and that was grizzly bear hunting. And I mean, he whittled this, you know, Fred Bear. He was a the whittler. Oh, yeah. They had this longbow and these guys are walking up the banks of Alaska filming this bear hunt. And Fred Bear, he's just going right at him. I mean, he wants to be 15 yards from this thing. This camera guy, buddy. He was about to lose it. I mean I mean you know, the footage isn't the best anyways. This was in the
0: fifties.
4: But this guy was hiding behind a rock. A solid sixty yards behind Fred Bear filming this. He's like, Yeah, I am not going up there. You can go up there and die. I'll film it, you know, and we'll <laughs> we'll do a nice little documentary on you or something. But but no, that's incredible. You're that was a
1: now how big was this bear?
0: I didn't know how to gauge or guess. I couldn't weigh him. Right. I'm a, I'm a mile and a half back in the national forest. Yeah. So I can't drag him. Then, and where I'm at, absolutely no cell service. Nothing.
4: That always happens. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. All the good hunting spots don't have any service.
0: (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. And when you're down there with a bear with no service. Yeah. Yeah, That's real great.
4: That's great. idea. Now that you're talking and he says, now I say this out loud. That wasn't the best idea I've ever had in the world. Yeah.
0: Right, uh, I guess in between two hundred and fifty to three hundred. That was just my best guess. Uh, yeah, so this this is all on the ground, and the emotions are kind of setting in. This this actually happened. What all did right. I just do? Before we go any
4: farther, I got to know yeah. what kind of bow was you shooting? I'm shooting a Bowtech carbon knife. Bowtech Carbon Nine. What broadhead? Yeah, everybody's gonna want to know. You know, that's how this is nowadays. So this is this
0: is my Colorado bow for when I go out there. I I've, I've got it set at about seventy three pounds. Uh, my arrows are arrows, broadhead and all are, are right around 460, 470 grain. Broadheads were one twenty five grain G five Montech.
4: Hey, I got, I shoot the G5s too. I'm, I'm with you there. I actually started uh, bow hunting with the mega Meats this year. And, uh, I've only shot one deer this year, but it, I was really for a fixed blade or uh, an expandable broadhead. I was really, now they're a one and done kind of thing. I get that. But man, I shot, which it's not get lose our minds. This doe was a solid 14 and three quarters yards from us, but I shot and it blowed plumb through her shoulder. You know, cut through the shoulder, all that. Uh, she didn't go 20 yards. But uh, I was impressed, you know, that it could go through bone with it being, and I didn't break any blades. It bent one of them, but it didn't break anything. So, and that's what I was pretty impressed for. A mechanical broadhead, I was, I was pretty impressed.
0: So that same arrow had taken a mule deer earlier this year in Colorado. Um, Got to keep them, Rocky.
4: Did you you find your arrow?
0: Yes. So you got to keep that arrow. broke it. I couldn't find the back of the arrow. I just had what was lodged under his shoulder opposite side. Dang it. Front half. Definitely keeping it.
4: Oh, yeah. I hate it when you lose a good arrow, though. It seems like once you get one that's got killing on it, you can just... Kill.
1: So yeah. so, how yeah. did how did you get that sucker out of there by yourself, or did you have some friends help you out, or because I'm assuming well, you had a quarter no. it and all that?
0: Yeah, no cell service, so I couldn't just call my buddy, right? And I didn't know how far I had to go to get cell service. Well, if your
4: buddy is there, anything like mine, they, they ain't gonna have no cell service. If they know you're in the back of forty bear hunting, they're gonna be like, ah, he's gonna want me yeah. to help him pack something out of there. I ain't got no service, man. Sorry.
2: Yeah, so uh. <laughs>
4: Training. I brought everything
0: I needed to pack it out. I, I'd planned on it. Didn't know what I was going to get into. Yeah. I've got a frame pack that I bought last year for Colorado. I had the bag with me. So I proceeded to skin and quarter, which is
4: nothing like a deer. Right. They said they look I, like they're very weird when you get the skin off of them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can do
0: a deer in 10 minutes. Right. Skin and quarter. The bear took me three hours.
4: No joke. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, I mean, let's be honest. Ain't none of us. If you threw a bear out there and told any of us sitting here to skin it, we're going to be like, well, I hope you don't want a rug out of this, you know, because we may have to sew her back together. But, uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, by myself, my first bear, I had to take a picture of myself too. Yeah. I did the. Self timer. On oh yeah. Second timer. Uh-huh. I Had to delete the first half dozen because I had my <laughs> eyes closed.
4: <laughs> yeah, at least she's by uh, yourself though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I could. Nobody had to see that.
4: So, uh, <clears throat> do you get your bear mounted? I'm assuming you, you're going to have your bear.
0: It will. It will be mounted. I got talked into it.
4: Oh, where, uh, where did you take I it was, to?
0: I was going to do a rug. Yeah. Um, I got talked out of that.
4: I think the bear rugs are cool. I think that's probably what I'd do. It'd be a little cheaper, but it'd be really cool. I think they're cool. Yeah. And you can hang them on I've the got wall. A year,
0: I've got a year to pay for it. I think I can manage. Yeah. We'll see.
4: Well, that's a good thing about taxidermy work. It takes them forever, so you can save up a little before.
0: But uh, <laughs> Right.
4: Uh, who did you take uh, it to, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Well, Brian's Wildlife. I thought you did. Okay, so we're all pretty good buddies with Brian. Me and Matt really? Miller. Yeah. And uh, okay. I seen him post on Facebook something about First Missouri Bow Bear. Right, and I right. was wanting to confirm, and there it is. Hey, Brian does some some dang good work, man. He's a, he's a good guy. I, I
0: looked at some of them, never used them, and I, I really liked what I've seen. And he yep. was willing to do it. Yeah,
4: he does a really good job. Uh, Matt's cousin, Michael, has had a few deer done by him. Me and Matt haven't killed a deer big enough to get mounted, so we haven't. For a minute. For a minute. Our old taxidermist here at the lake retired and just left us out to dry. So we haven't, right. but since then we ain't been able to kill nothing worthy, you know, <laughs> so we haven't got to have any, but Mikey Matt's cousins had almost all his deer done by Brian and my little brother has a buck at Brian's too.
2: Yeah. So he's, he's kind of
0: cut me a deal. He's, um, he's gonna let me do the platform. Mm-hmm. I get to build that and maybe bring in a stick or off or something to use for the step up.
4: Yeah. Oh, he, he'll, so, he'll work yeah. with you, man. He's, so I guess let me get a little do a little shout out for Brian here. Anybody listening, Brian's Wildlife Studio. He's in Stratford, Missouri. Uh, check him out. He's got a Facebook page and all that. But guys, he's he's an artist. He's very good at what he does. He's very good at what he does. You know, and we got That's some good, good taxidermists. We got some good ones around this area, anyways. But Brian's top notch. So
0: you always want somebody that's going to take pride in what they do. <clears throat> and I can definitely see that. Well, and I now, can tell Bri- you
4: right now, he was excited to have the bear there. I mean, yeah. he, he posted it on the Facebook page and was like really excited to even just be able to do it. So
0: yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to look for that.
4: Yeah. It's on his Facebook page. Uh, I think, is it Brian's wildlife studio? Is that mm-hmm. the name of it? Yeah. Yep. Cause I'm friends with him on with his regular thing and the but i think it was on his taxidermy charge, right so. so i
3: got a question whenever you got cell service you telechecked how long did it take him for him to
4: contact you about killing a bear
0: about an hour
4: yeah well last year yeah. the guy we talked to said it was which he had service but after it was, he
1: climbed the tree yeah
4: no that was the elk guy oh
1: yeah yeah that's i'm sorry yeah sorry. now
4: that was interesting that guy he got caught in a pickle because he was in a tree and i don't know if they thought they was hiding from him he was trying to get cell service to call tech, to check his elk or something but uh i guess some bear hunters isn't this weird how this right. all found the guy's elk because he didn't even hadn't right. even found it yet and uh called the conservation said hey there's a dead elk out here somebody shot it so they come out there and investigate that. Well, then the old boy, by that time, he found his elk, and he was in the top of a tree trying to get cell service, and the conservation come walking in, and he's up in the tree. <laughs> it just looked weird. You know, it all, everything come down, and he's like, I'm not hiding from you. I'm trying to get cell service. It's
0: not what it looks like, guys. Right. right. <laughs>
4: but I figure the response time on the bear thing is going to be pretty good. They're going to want to check it out. You know, they're going to want to. How yeah.
3: many total tags did that, did they give out? uh there was quite 400. a four hundred. yeah there was really? quite a few of them and then it's how many are how many Each. can you actually kill how many can be killed
4: i don't know what not the quota is not, right not, yeah once it's they kind of kill first us, come first serve. if you well everybody you can a get while. a tag but once all the tags are filled it's that's, done that's what I was wondering. Right. it's kind of like the louisiana so, gator hunting thing like they mm-hmm. sell a whole bunch of tags and then once the quota is met for them units, so many per unit, in it? Yeah. Right, because, you know, there was different units. Actually, here in Camden County was one of the bear in a bear unit.
1: Poor guys.
4: But, man, we just didn't have them. I mean, we've got them here. Like, everybody, you'll hear people say, oh, I seen a bear the other day. And used to it'd be like, oh, my God. And now it's like, oh, yeah. But there's just not enough to, like, make me want to try to so, hunt them, So but- you hunted yours on National Forest. I mean, you don't have to tell right. where and all that. But, it, you know, they're pretty big National Forest around. So, I mean, if you if you're willing to get in there after them, I mean, you know, there's one in there somewhere, right? But it's like you said, do they really leave a lot of sign behind? I mean, it's gotta be hard to find one.
0: Where those bear were at, there was scratches on trees. You could see the ground matted down and I only found one, uh, one pile of bear boots and that's
4: it. Yeah. But see, that, that's what would that. be hard for me, I guess. It's just, where do you even start? Right. You know, getting the tags, one thing, but then what? Because, I mean, (laughs) at least the elk are kind of in, like, an area down there, and you're like, okay, this is where they live at. I just got to go get in there and find out where they're at in that area. Right. Like, the bears are pretty widespread. Now, I know the southern part of the state is where the majority of the bears are at. You know, southwest Missouri, I think, is, or maybe it was the boot hill down in southeast Southwest Missouri's got more of them. I don't know. I know Southern Missouri's got more bears than anywhere in the state.
2: Down around where, where Brian and them live is that area is highly populated because it's close to the Arkansas border, you know, and that's where they're saying they're coming from anyway.
4: Yeah. Well, I think they've brought a lot of them in here too. I think think the NBC's done a little swap of ruin. Oh no. Them hogs are coming, buddy. They're, they're in a full force. They're gonna be in
2: they're they're bringing them in cattle wagons.
4: Yeah. That that's gonna be a, that's a whole that's gonna be a mess before too long. But
2: anyway, hey Brian. I'm gonna ask you.
4: Yeah. You know, these these guys
2: don't know him. But uh and I don't know, but did Randy help you drag him out?
0: Uh he wanted to pretty bad. Did he? He couldn't he couldn't get off work.
4: Uh-huh. So what was the deal? Uh, uh, I'm assuming it was a male bear. Yeah. Now you can shoot either sex, right? It doesn't matter. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, and they they state in the rules not to shoot a bear that's with another bear. And the the reason behind that is they don't want you to shoot
4: two bears.
0: A sow that has cubs. Oh. Or okay. They don't want you to shoot a cub. Which I feel it, like
4: any ethical hunter if you walk up on a sow with cubs, obviously the state's trying to get the bear population back. And anybody listening to this, I hope you kind of think about right. this. Like I get it. You really want to kill a bear. I get that. But you kill that sow and I'm probably this time, them cubs probably aren't going to make it. You know, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're still pretty young. Small. Yeah. So, cause I mean, they were born in the spring, just like a deer. Now deer are a little bit different. They grow a little quicker than bears do. I'm pretty sure. Well, and we got spares. Well, we got plenty of deer. You know, yeah. like if you shoot a mama doe and that fawn don't make it, it's like, well, we only got four and a half million deer down here now because Matt shot that one and that doe died. <laughs> you know, but but the bear population, you know, where there's three four hundred of them, you know, let's not, you know, and it that'd it, it, be a hard decision they want to, to control make. It. I get it. They want to control the population without wiping them out. Right. I get it. I get where guys will be like, you know what, though? I'm only going to get this. You know, how many opportunities are you going to have? And I understand that. But, which if the rules stated, the rules is the rules. So, if you can't shoot a bear with another bear, then you can't shoot a bear with another bear. But, like you said, with your situation, them two bears was wrestling. One of them decided he had enough and he left. So, and the rules is the rules. That bear is by himself now. Yeah. And it right. obviously wasn't I, I a sow rules, and a cub. You know what I mean? Well, it's yeah. a male bear, I knew what the rules so. were rules
0: were written for.
4: No matter what yeah. the world tries telling you nowadays, yeah. that male bear didn't have any cubs with it. So,
0: yeah. He was good to go. Yeah. And, and when they stood up, they're they're a head taller than I was. Right. Yeah. I know they're not young, they're
2: babies.
4: Mm hmm. No, I, 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 you know, when you said you wanted to make sure it wasn't a sow with cubs before you shot it, that, you know, that kind of goes to show the kind of person you are, the ethical hunter you are, and I know, like, like I said, some guys are going to be like, man, I ain't going to have all these opera you know, let's be truthfully yeah. honest, a lot of guys probably just shot the sow and said, oh, no, I didn't see any cubs with her. Well, okay, whatever you say, but if you pack it out, I mean, how, it's your word against their word, I mean, it is, you got to use your best judgment, but,
0: have any of you ever skinned a raccoon? I have yeah. once. Yeah. You know what, what a male raccoon has? Yeah. Raccoon? Mm-hmm. Those are toothpicks or whatever you want to call it.
4: Right. Bears, I guess, are the same way. A little bigger.
2: Bears have them too.
4: Probably and wouldn't, I'm telling you, wouldn't work well I for a toothpick, though, I wouldn't imagine. No,
2: no. Did you save it? <laughs> I, I
1: packed it out. I oh, yeah.
4: It. I mean, it's okay. weird, but it's cool at the same time. You know what I mean? How, how many people do you know has one of those? <laughs> Not one of those. No.
1: Now none of my close hey. personal
4: friends. No. <laughs> no. Now I know guys now, that's got piles of the coon ones. You know, right? But now,
1: yeah. hey,
2: I will say this, and I know Brian's a farmer, massive farmer. I actually have a bull in my house where that they took all of it out. Have you ever seen one of them?
4: No. Oh, I've seen a bull. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I worked by some today. Yeah. They got me a little nervous. They made a Somebody. they made a cane out of it. A cane out of it. God.
2: Yeah, I'll have to take a picture and send it. What to kind you, of man. bull was it?
4: it? Well, I mean, a cane. It's might... got to be a solid three foot tall, right? I mean, to work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Boys, I'm. my yeah. hate to tell you, we're all lacking. Is all I can <laughs> say because <laughs> that's pretty impressive. But I got a question. When you
3: did, they tell you that you couldn't kill one or is it basically your judgment on they're recommending you not to kill if there's two together did they tell you not to or you, you know what i'm trying to say or is that your judgment you know i mean did it strictly say do not kill two bears together
0: the real state do not kill a bear with another bear
3: Okay, that's what I because not everybody's going to be able to know what the rules are if you haven't been yeah. drawn for no, a bear attack,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> also, state not that you have to wear that you must wear hunter's orange.
4: Huh? Yeah, that is kind of curious. Is a bear colorblind? Are they like deer? Can they see? I don't Impressive. think they've got the best vision in the world. I don't feel like no. I, I think they, they I run. Think I, think they, I think you, they, you think, think they, they do run have? off of their nose a lot, but
3: he thinks they got excellent vision.
4: They, I don't know. I don't know.
0: We I've had never... a few bear encounters in Colorado. And as soon as that bear scene, you it was gone. Yeah. And you didn't have to be moving. So I, I don't know. Ah, and, you're wearing, and you're wearing orange.
4: Right. Uh, yeah. And you, was and it, yeah. you was you wearing orange in Colorado? No. And they still seen you. So I don't know. Yeah. I know. That's
0: interesting. That's, that's that's not one thing I, I asked the biologist. Yeah. No, they, they filled me in full of information.
4: That's good. I mean, it's good but that I, they're, I a lot. they're trying to help people, and they should. You know, if you're going to do something like this, and it seemed like with the elk, too, the guys we talked to that done the elk hunting thing, uh, it sounded like they kind of give them a lot of advice to try to kill an yeah. elk, too. Now,
2: now, since you have killed a bear... I think it goes both ways: kill or just draw. You can't draw again for 10 years, right?
0: I don't think that's true on the bear. It is on the elk. Uh, I think it, the elk's five years. Five years?
2: Yeah, I think, so the, I bear,
4: think I the bear, elk uh, the bear, or thinking, the elk thing. I
2: was thinking they was the same.
4: I don't think so. I think you can, I'm unlike him, I think you can put in for the bear hunt again.
2: Because so, they
4: give out, like we said, they give out like 400 tags.
2: Somebody can pull up the Google machine there
1: and find out. All right. Well, I Googled my buddy about the bear's eyesight, and they say the bears see like we do, and they do see colors. That's so. Yeah. So he kinda kind of ignorant that they of make you wear your orange. orange. I mean, that's,
4: that's an interesting deal there, buddy. It kind of scary a little bit. Like you think you could hide from them, but I mean, I feel like a human can see pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, see some good. of us. Some, well, some, some of us. Let's. Some of them have. Well, a hard about time especially if
1: you're in a hunter orange,
4: <laughs> right? I mean, even blind guys can see guys in orange.
1: That's what I'm saying. Uh, huh. So probably a good call on taking the orange off. I
4: feel like it was a good call. Yeah, I feel like. Well, and you don't know. Yeah, don't, you know, from what I've I don't heard, think I could have got that close. Right. right. I don't. I feel like, uh, and as far as like the bear getting you, I think people need to understand black bears are like or bears are actually kind of scared of people. Yeah. You know, they get a whiff of your, see, they're going to try to get away from black bears. Right. Now, those big old Brown ones. When you're up there fishing in their salmon hole, they're probably not as nice or the white ones or the white ones are the worst ones. You just don't ever <laughs> mess with them. Cause it's too cold, but that's something wild. I've watched the whole thing about polar bears. You don't realize it's just how big them things really are. Like they were talking about, cause grizzly bears are big. Let's not be stupid. But polar bears are huge. They're like the size of that thing they got at Bass Pro.
1: Right, that big polar bear.
4: Right, that <laughs> big white polar bear. <laughs> do, but the, do you, you think know, polar bears
0: are as extinct as everybody says
4: they are? I just think
1: they're hard to I see, man. Everything's white. Yeah.
4: I don't know, man. I, I I uh,
1: I'd have to talk to the Eskimos to find. out.
4: <laughs> I feel sure. like a lot of things aren't like what. People say they are. You know, they're talking listen. about the, the ice caps and all that's melting and going away. And then you look at Google Earth and it looks pretty wild. Everything's still frozen listen,
2: up there. Listen to <laughs> next week's podcast. We'll have an answer for that, Brian.
4: All right. What, who, who you got on here, Al Gore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe. I might skip out on that one.
2: <laughs> oh, no. uh.
0: So back to packing that thing out yeah um once I got it and then quartered uh, which was very awkward their their front arms paws I don't know
1: look like front hands front legs
0: are very similar to human.
1: yeah the that's way they weird the turn and
4: uh-huh. move the muscles
1: eh. yeah had a little it'd issue be like the that, whole Jurassic <laughs> Park
4: thing you know where the lady's like oh there you are and then, then the guy's arm fall off and it was like on your shoulder and freak you out so our
1: old yeah. our old taxidermist chip stamper had a bear in the shop and I was up there dropping a deer off. And he's like, you ever seen a bear's hands? And I was like, Nope. He's like, you want to see him? I'm like, yep. yep. <laughs> he's like, they look just like your hands. I was like, what? And sure enough, he had they them skinned, he had him skinned out and they look like human hands. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit creepy.
4: So have you, okay. I got a question. Have you ate any of the bear yet?
0: I have not. And we've, we've got plans. Um, what time? I, I skimped out and took it and had it had a professional work it
4: up yeah so, I, I've, I've heard from the guy that killed one last year said it was pretty good i mean it said it didn't
2: well i, I was gonna bring that up I also we also heard that it was going to be two hours before it started what the hair started falling off Was that right
4: oh yeah that's right D- i remember
0: depending on yeah they on temperature yeah because yeah. you got to remember the, the guy on the hide yeah the and guy that
4: shot his last year it was early it was hot Mm-hmm. I remember yep. it was early when did the bear season open like earlier in October right or did it j- no you shot it on the first when did you kill the bear last week okay so it's just open last, last it maybe ends last Wednesday yeah. I think it ends this Wednesday right and then they got a rifle season for them too I think coming up
0: I don't Oh, nope, that's the elk
4: oh the elk rifle season's coming up
2: yeah okay
4: I didn't get, see, I was does, like fourth runner up. I didn't, you know. Right. The, <laughs> the, when
2: is the bear rifle season? It's now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, I think so that's, that's, that's
1: where the orange. Hampton, I think that's why they got the orange deal going on, but.
4: Yeah. yeah. Right. How many yeah. bear hunters did you see while he was out there?
1: I haven't stumbled across any. I never so. saw
4: one. I, I haven't either. I mean, I've, I've drove past some parking Still, lots I've and stuff. I've
2: had uh,
0: three or four of them message me on Facebook. Yeah, uh, we actually, when we,
4: Justin put on there, whenever we talked to you and said we was going to have you on here, there was a guy messaging our Facebook page wanting to know, you know, information on how to, I was like, well, honestly, man, we, we don't know, we're going to talk to the guy that's coming next week, you'll have to listen, because we don't know nothing, I mean, I know he killed a bear with a bow, and really want to talk to him, that's that's what I know, I don't know, so the bear hunting thing is new to Missourians for sure. Now they've been hunting them down there in Arkansas for a minute now. I feel like they've been hunting them Arkansas for a while, but I think right. they can bait them down there, right?
2: Well, um, and you know, and you know, I talked to Brian. What was that three weeks ago or so in town there in Springfield? Yeah, and he mentioned to me that he had a bear tag. He was kind of, I, I, I took it. He was kind of worried about where where he was going to go and if he was going to get
1: one
0: oh yeah well yeah so I, I, mean, I had the entire bear season i decided that i was hunting every day until i could get one
1: yeah
4: well and that's kind of where i would be too i mean you're only going to get this tag once let's be i mean honest. Right. he was
2: he was goose <laughs> he was goose hunting that morning before he talked to me whoa
4: whoa so, goose hunting right. so you're a waterfowl hunter huh
2: yeah i just just started
0: into that last couple of years
4: yeah you like spending See, money
2: he was he was decked out in all the sixty gear and everything.
4: Oh, he'll fit right in with you, Hampton.
2: Wrangler <laughs> yeah, jeans and a
4: plaid shirt, if that's sick, uh... Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's probably got a leaking pair of banded waders in the garage too. <laughs> uh, hey, that's the damnedest thing. Those things are like stupid expensive, and they everybody I've talked to has had them. They all leak. Yeah, they leak like the cheap ones. I'm like, man, I can buy them for 150 bucks and. You kick a beaver stub, you throw them in the trash, you go back to pass per, and buy another $150 pair. I,
2: I, got, I got a pair. Of, I think mine are Magellan is what I got.
4: Yeah, good cheap ones from yeah. uh, Academy. Yeah. Yeah. We, got we got some of Yeah.
0: I've got a pair of redheads I've had for eight years. Yeah. yeah. You hey, you've, you've
4: got eight years out of pair of waiters. You either ain't using them right or they're good. Maybe we're uh, using yeah. them wrong. <laughs> no, trapping, I definitely I'm use mine for trapping too. Yeah, I'm pretty hard on the waterfowl stuff. I, I'm a huge waterfowl hunter i've been doing it for a little while now but that's why i asked you if you like spending money because that's about all it's good for well it.
2: i got my waders so i can cross ponds and build fence across them
4: right <laughs> you'll uh, just dive in and do it i got no, i got mine no. for duck hunting like they're made for people and i guess trout fishing <laughs> some people use them trout fishing. yeah uh, those yeah. trout fishing waders i don't recommend for duck hunting though not
1: as warm. I took
4: a guy, a kid, one time. Never went before, and he came waddling in with a pair of them green PVC waiters. Now, mind you, guys, it's January fifteenth. He froze. I think the high for that day was in the dashes. You know, dash five or something like that. And this kid's got pair. I said, "Oh no!" I said, "Buddy, you can't. You're gonna." Oh no, I got, I got long underwear and all that. I said, "I got. I hear you, but." <laughs> Needless to say, about seven thirty, eight o'clock, he had a fire built over in the brush and was about to, I mean, he was turning blue on me, which, boys, we was pounding the birds. I mean, he just had to suck her up. Like, go build a fire. I'm not leaving. I'm that kind of guy. So if you go hunting with me and the hunting's good and you're freezing, I don't care. Should have wore something warmer. Yeah, suck it up. Suck it up. You can't. Well, not to mention we were in Nevada. <laughs> it was a three, and almost three hour, two and a half hour drive over there to hunt. You Know we left at 1 30 in the morning. You know, we're not coming home. Sorry, but anyways, so if you're going to get in a waterfowl thing, dress is warm. You're going to get, there's guarantees you're going to get muddy, you're going to get wet, you're going to get cold. Now, how muddy, how wet, and how cold you get is all up to you. You can get to where yeah, I, you know, I with a, buddy, I'm with a
0: guy that's been wet every single time.
4: Yeah, I have a well, he's family, and if I take him. And he didn't fall in. We didn't kill any birds. So I just got to the point where i just trip him every morning setting decoys out. That way we knew we were going to have a good day. Because it seemed like if Austin didn't fall down, we didn't kill any ducks that day. So then I realized if he didn't do it on his own, it, like, didn't work as good. So I had to just let him go put decoys out because eventually he's going to fall down. He just can't.
1: Not the most graceful thing in the world.
4: you got to bend your knees, you know, when you're walking in waders. You can't just shuffle. He's not. At that time, he's a little more athletic now. But in them days, you know, he was a little butterball, and he was his legs didn't bend real well. And that's something else I love to watch. Shout out to all you big guys, and I shouldn't be. I'm on my way. But have you ever watched a guy that's over 200 pounds put a pair of waders on? Because it is the best thing. Boy, have I. <laughs> they, have, they have a very fun time stretching them things on. It was the old Austin Welsh. I got to tell on him. He had a pair of waiters. And they were so tight. They were them trout fishing ones. He'd just get them to his waist and just tie the, because he wasn't going to be able to. The bibs. Yeah, he just tied it off there. They were like what they were like hip waders. They were chest waders, but he used them like hip waders because he couldn't get them up over his. Uh, Stuff. Belly button area. you know, Right. The gut. It was rough on him. We had a lot of good times, a lot of good hunts. He was cold every one of them, but you know what? He had a good time too, so. Well, Brian, I sure do appreciate you, man, coming on here and telling us. That was a pretty wild story. That was. Yeah, thanks for inviting me That was pretty crazy. I mean, I don't know. I tried. Uh, that's why I wasn't talking because I'll talk. I'll talk your arm off. But I was just, I'm
1: trying to envision. I was like, man. The bear wrestling match.
4: Yeah, that that's oh, cool. That awesome. Yeah, that'd be I, pretty I cool. I wish I got video. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're going to have to
4: invest in GoPro.
2: Hey, if you get get drawled again, let us know and we'll send the cameraman down there.
4: Yeah, Yeah, TJ. uh, Justin Hampton. How do you feel about hiking? Justin Hampton. Do you
2: you have one of them Rambo or what do they call them, bikes? I could do that. Rambo bikes. (laughs)
4: bikes. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, you ain't riding one of them in the timber anyways.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's got to help me pack stuff out too.
4: Yeah. Justin's your guy. I don't know like how did, good of a he camera. Help. I don't know how good a cameraman he is, though. We haven't, you know, he forgot an SD card one day, so you might want to just just find somebody else. Just
1: double check him. That's all we're saying.
4: We we love him to <laughs> death, pro, but sometimes you got to wonder about him. All right, guys. Well, I think that's about when to wrap her up. We'll let Brian get back to whatever. I'm sure he's got better things to do, but. Hey, thanks for coming on here and talking about the bear thing. That was that was a pretty wild deal. And congratulations hey, so on the you. first Missouri bow bear. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. We've got to
2: talk send to a, a lot of first. Send yeah. us a picture when you get him back.
4: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see. I know it's going I may be get good. a picture of him. Probably before, before Ryan he gets does. Back.
4: <laughs> yeah, you might, you might get I right do. We might be able to just get like a whole video of him yeah, doing but- it. I yeah, not really.
0: Ah. We haven't decided yet where we're going to put it when we get it.
4: Yeah. Well, put it right in the living room. Hey, hey, hey on before
2: ass. before we let Brian go, he killed him. Was it last year? You killed a mule deer out in Colorado.
0: This year was a mule deer. Last year was an elk.
2: So see, he's a natural killer, guys.
4: Sounds like it. Where do you don't, go? don't ruin my
0: reputation. I'm, where do I'm you saving go- animals.
4: Too. Where do you go in Colorado? Uh,
0: we usually oh. go south central area.
4: Over the mountains? Yeah, <laughs> in, the, in the mountains. Over there in the mountains. Thanks, Hampton. Take, her,
2: take, her, take a ride at the port potty
4: He said, well, you go out towards Kansas <laughs> and you take it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how I tell people where my fishing spots are at. Where'd you catch that? Over in the water? 35 mile marker. 35 mile marker. Boy, that got popular last year. There were so many people fishing 35 mile marker. <laughs> we
1: ain't never They've caught no fish there, too. but that's where everybody went.
4: Yeah. But all right, Brian, we'll let you go, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh good luck for the rest of the now you got some deer hunting to do. You're freed up. Got your bear killed. Got that yep, out of the way. I'm, that I'm was easy. How you doing? Keep her moving, as old Pat McAfee'd say time fill bear or deer tags. So
0: it'll be a nice freezer.
4: All right, man. Well, you have a good night. Thanks for coming on with us. Thank you guys. Yep. Thanks for coming on tonight and listening. Thank you, Brian, for coming on and talking about the bear hunt a pretty interesting deal. Be sure to, uh, go to our Facebook page. And if you haven't already like it, share everything you see on there. We do Facebook lives every Tuesday night. Used to be Monday, Tuesday night. We got YouTube, These things will be rolling out on Fridays. Be sure to share this podcast and listen to it all if you haven't. Listen to all the other podcasts we got. Uh, Some of that stuff's pretty informational. Some of it's just stupid, but you need to listen to it all anyways because it's good. Uh, But once again, we want to thank you guys for tuning in with us, and uh, we'll talk to you guys on the next one.
3: The Ozark Traditions TV podcast crew would appreciate it if you leave a five-star rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps so you don't miss an episode. And also, be sure to check out our hunting episodes on our YouTube channel, and don't forget to subscribe. While you're on the web, head on over to our Facebook page and click on the follow and like button to see what the Ozark Traditions TV crew is up to. Ozark Traditions TV would like to thank you for joining in to this week's podcast. Be sure to tune in on our next weekly podcast as we bring the outdoors, inside. From all of us at Ozark Traditions TV, we thank you for listening. And remember, if you see us out in God's country, stop us. We'd like to meet you.